0: Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.
1: The Major Spoilers Podcast covers news, reviews, and of course, spoilers, and goes into details about the topics discussed. So if you haven't read, listened, or watched the
2: items we talk about, you might want to come back later.
1: Welcome everyone to another issue of the Major Spoilers Podcast, our weekend edition. Some of us are in Kansas City. Some of us are floating around in the ether space. Uh, taking your phone calls. Uh, the rest of us are, I don't know, at some gaming convention. Speaking Probably. of gaming, let's talk about this really quick, Rodrigo, because I know that there are a lot of critical hitters over there That's who have right. just been begging us to review Player's Handbook 3. That's right. Uh, I just, it came out, what, like a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago? hmm I just got mine in the mail just oh, you know, nine years ago. Tuesday. Hello, future what? people. What? Um, so there are a
0: couple of new races. Mm-hmm. We've got, what, four new races in this? One, two, three. This is the first time I'm seeing it. I'm just kidding. Four, four new races. Okay.
1: And they are the Minotaurs. That's right. These are
0: playable racers. Now, okay. two these of are, these are come are from the races. Uh,
1: Monster Manual. We've got mm-hmm. the Minotaurs and the, the Githzerai. The what?
0: Githzerai.
1: Okay. Shard mines and Wilden. The Shard
0: are these crystal creatures, mm-hmm. which are pretty kind of cool. Yeah. And then we have some... What are the last ones? The Wilden are plant people. Oh, Shardmines plant people? are crystal people, Minotaur are bull people, and Githzerai are
2: pretty Cathedral
0: old uh, creatures that have been kicking around for, in D&D for, you know, maybe a, the past couple editions. Okay. At least, I think at least in second edition. Oh, so they've been around for a while. You've,
1: you're mm-hmm. aware of these, Matthew? Have you been aware of these guys?
2: Never heard of them. All right. What are they called? The Garden of Gethsemane? Gith-Serai,
0: They actually come there's there's two races that live in the Astral Sea that really hate each other. The Gith serai and the Gith Yankee. Um and one of them is they're like basically monks and mystics, and the other ones are basically space pirates. Okay.
2: Astral These Sea is the, something. Go ahead. They're 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 the, the what? They're humanoids, right? Yes. yes. Hang on. From the Fiend different. Folio? Or?
1: Yes, these used to be monsters. they—they are they, they yeah, have from
2: been... AD&D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember the gifts are right.
1: Now, the Astral Sea is a new... Well, I shouldn't say new. In the last six months, they've talked about the Astral Plane, the Plane well, Below, and the, the,
0: the... When when they launched 4th edition, they it, they it launched with a new cosmology, um, one of which is the Astral Sea. The previous edition didn't have an Astral Sea. Mm-hmm. It had the Prime Material plane and then all these other planes kind of floating around it. Right. Basically, that stuff that other planes are floating around on now is the Astral Sea. Ah, okay. Below the Astral Sea is the Elemental Chaos, and uh-huh. that's where uh, most of like the hellish-type planes right, right, right. are hanging out now.
1: Okay, and so the idea in Player's Handbook 3, and maybe it was introduced somewhere else and I haven't read it yet, is that there is this secret gate... Mm. to the astral sea and it's been opened and at one point these three gods opened it and peered in and some of the some of its power escaped into the world and that's where we get some of these new um, creatures it was closed but it seems to be leaking or something Mm -hmm. and so that's how we're kind of dealing with some of these new creatures and some of these new powers
0: like the psionic powers or the is that what we're calling them sonic powers it's it's psionic yes the players handbook three introduces the psionic power source um, along with one psionic class for each role. So a defender, leader, controller, and striker. Okay. Um, well, how, how do these son- psionic powers work? They work differently. And and uh,
2: basically, <laughs> the way they do,
0: the, the way they work is uh, your characters, if you're playing, say, a fighter, um, you get, at first level, two at will powers, an encounter power, and a daily power and then right. as you level up, you get more of these versions of powers. Right. Psionic characters do not... Well, most psionic classes do not get this. Um, they what get they get, kind of point system, right? What they get is power points, um, which is a throwback to 3rd edition psionics, and actually I think 2nd edition psionics. I don't actually remember how they worked. Um, but in 3rd edition... The The difference between a wizard and a scion, and it, it was narrow, is that a wizard prepared spells, but a scion could cast any spell that he could afford to pay power points for. Okay. So wizards had slots for spells, scions had points that they could spend at any time. Right. So they're trying to replicate that here mm-hmm. by giving you nothing but at-will powers instead of encounter powers. Yeah. And you... Beef up your ad will powers by spending power points, which you then get at the end of a, get back at the end of a short rest. So basically, ah, so if you had like a hundred power hundreds power points, mm-hmm. I could
1: use whatever spells I had until my one hundred power points ran out. Mm-hmm.
0: That I had that I learned or paid for or whatever. You could you could essentially like let's 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 pretend that orM is some kind of psionic wizard, right? right? You have magic missile, okay, and you have force orb, right? Right. right. If he was a scion, he wouldn't have Force Orb. He mm-hmm. would have Magic Missile, and Magic Missile with one power point, which does, like, 2d8 damage and pushes a guy. Instead right, of just, right, 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 right. You know, or 2d4 damage and pushes a guy. And Magic Missile with two psionic points, which is a blast that hits everything and then pushes them. Okay. It just takes your normal at-will powers and beefs them up. Oh, okay. All right. But, so, when I cast Magic Missile, I use up one of my power points. No. Not if you don't enhance it, or... Uh, what do they call it da, 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 da. beef it up yes oh god i can't remember the augment oh okay if you don't augment it it doesn't cost any power points oh okay because it's an at will power okay so all of these powers are at will powers except for the dailies Yeah. Oh, okay. at wills and dailies you don't get encounters and instead of encounter powers utilities? you get power points you get utilities yes which are either at dailies wills or, or at- dailies okay all right
1: is this worth it is this going to cause a whole lot of people... Because my understanding is psionic powers in 3.5 was really
0: messed up and people really hated psionic powers. Um, except for the people who really loved them because they were broken. Right. Um, here, My complaint... I have two complaints about the Player's Handbook 3. The first is about psionic classes. I think it complicates things. I think they... Hammered out this system in which all classes pretty much behaved the same way, mm-hmm. and just had you know flavor and stylistic differences. Um, and you know, it, but each class was still you know you still get all these choices, and you know you can you can change these things around. And I think that necessity to harken back to previous editions, right, um, makes psionics unnecessarily complicated. Okay. So that's my first complaint. My second complaint is what I consider to be pretty serious power creep in that either all or all but one of the new races introduced get a plus two to one ability Mm -hmm. and a plus two to another ability that you get to choose between two. Ah, okay. So whereas elves get dexterity and wisdom, minotaurs get strength, and then your choice of con or wisdom. Hmm. Matthew, any interest in playing a Minotaur?
2: Not really.
1: Any of these? Tell new me ones?
2: when I tell me when I can play a mind flare. What's a mind flare? Uh, something that he can't. Okay, play. wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. Picture a mind, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now flay that bah! shit.
3: Ah!
2: I want one of those too. (laughs) Okay. All right. So players are old school lizard, psycho, psycho creatures that are like lizard faced guys and they're evil.
1: So in addition to these new character races, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with these besides the psionic powers? Is that the main thing that's added in here?
0: Um, they have a new primal controller and a new, um, uh, divine leader. Okay, But everything else is psionic. The other thing that was introduced is the monk. Well, that's what I wanted to go through,
1: the character classes.
0: Mm-hmm. We've got an ardent. Yes, that's what we were talking about.
1: Right. We've got the ardent. Uh-huh. We've got the battle mind. Yes. We've got the monk, which I'm kind of excited about. Uh-huh. The psion, the rune priest, the seeker. And then we've got hybrid characters, which we'll talk about in just a Call moment. The seeker. Yes, the seeker.
2: Then searching low and high.
1: So tell us which which is the most exciting out of these. I've seen some people already talk about the seeker yeah. and get excited about the, the, seeker, seeker. the seeker. Is he the is he the guy that runs around in the Quidditch match? And no,
0: the seeker is a weapon based controller, which is cool. Um, whereas the wizard, invoker, and druid all use implements. The seeker actually uses weapons, so is this kind of nature powered? Archer most of the time, or thrown weapon guy. How is that different from Oram using his his uh, magic sword to shoot his powers down? Um, for a couple of reasons. The first one is that that's not something wizards normally do. That's mm-hmm. something that Oram has picked up. Ah, okay, because he's awesome. Because um, he's awesome. Um, seekers just always channel stuff through their weapons, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of creates something that's different than a druid. You know, it, it allows you to. Um, shoot an arrow at an enemy and then vines sprout out of it and catch all the oh, other yeah, enemies and yeah, yeah. you know, things yeah, like yeah. that mm-hmm. Um, so you know that's that's pretty interesting and and it's interesting because the seeker introduces a little bit of of a, a new spin on things it, it's 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 a controller that uses weapons and that is kind of the most exciting thing to come down because the new spin on psionics kind of falls flat for me. Okay. And then what about this other class, the one that I'm excited about, the Monk? The Monk. I want to play a drunken monkey The Monk's big deal, that's actually one of the powers is drunken monkey. Excellent. Um, The Monk's deal is that it, all of its powers are secretly two powers. There's a move action and a standard action power Pretty much for all the powers they have right, so if you want to activate you know tail of the thrashing dragon technique, yes you get an attack out of it and a move out of it oh cool oh that's cool yeah so i i I spend one standard action now
1: I have to spin both actions yes. oh okay. basically so it's not... what it
0: does is it gives you a new movement oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll so like it's first. it's not like um Torque,
1: what's your what is Torque's um, rush charge smash power? It's not it just, like that. It just uh, charges. Uh, oh, it's uh, just I not like a charge. Yeah. Okay. All right. So
0: hit stuff. five storms monk attack one. It has the full discipline keyword, which is what uh, this means. Um, target each enemy you can see. It's a close burst one. Dexterity versus reflex. Hit one da plus dexterity modifier damage. Movement technique move action. You shift two squares. So if you use this technique, you can deal one or 1d8 damage to an enemy. Mm-hmm. And as your move action, you can shift two squares which you couldn't normally do. Ah, okay. So what it does is it allows you to do something with your move action that you couldn't normally do. But I can't I can't do them both. You can do them oh, both. Oh, I can do them both. Yes. Okay. But you can't do the stand, the standard action of this power and the move action of this power. It's a, it's supposed to uh um, signify like you going into a stance or a form. Oh, okay. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you go into Five Storms form, mm-hmm. then crane you can technique. Exactly, you can shift two squares. No exactly. Um, actually, Crane's Wings. One creature, Dexterity versus Fortitude. One D10 plus Dexterity modifier damage, and you push the target one square. Movement technique. You make an Athletics check to jump with a plus five power bonus. They're considered to have a running start, and the distance of the jump isn't limited to your speed. Wow, so I could jump six squares Yep, and kick you in the face. Yep.
1: And push you back two, two squares? One square. One square. Right. That's pretty cool. So it's, I don't so it's want a way Orm- to play Iron Fist. I don't want yeah. Orum to uh, meet an untimely end, but if there he should will. happen to be a monk on the moon mm-hmm. in our current, or, or, well, depending on when you're listening to the, shouldn't give too much away. <sighs> because you do want to go over right now and listen to the Critical Hit podcast, because this week, Arbalest... Uh, jumps up on a on a bench and makes a proclamation and we go places. Um, does. Who is it? Arquebus? Oh, okay. Not Arcan. Arbalesque. No, of A lot of people, lot of and, people you know, confuse those two, even Arbalesque. even us. I want to play the monk here. I want to play a drunken monk.
2: I have here. never confused them. Rodrigo has never confused them. It's you. No, they sound too much alike. Yeah. They're both ancient weapons. Come on.
1: Yeah. Um so Yeah they both have an R sound. I have not had a chance to read through all of the powers and everything. Like I said, I just came in today, Tuesday.
0: Um, what are your thoughts on PHP 3? Um, it's, you know, it's so much stuff. So much stuff that you can use. If you like, if you're liking 4th edition, I I would not advise you to pass on it. I would ask you to get it. Um, or or I would advise you to get it. So,
1: hybrid characters uh
0: is also interesting, too. Mm -hmm. Because now I could take
1: my, can my wizard have monk powers?
0: Yes. But you could from the beginning through multiclassing. The difference between hybrid multiclassing and feat multiclassing is that as a hybrid character, you get more um, class features of the other class. Oh, okay. Um, basically, if you're multiclassing through feats, you are a wizard who sometimes does monk stuff. If you are hybrid multiclassing, then you are a monk wizard who does both things poorly. Okay, so as a hybrid wizard, you have much of a
1: wizard's versatility and power selection. But you give up on the flex ability provided by the ritual casting and spellbook class features, as well as the arcane implement mastery class feature. Blah, blah, blah. I will have to read this even more. Mm-hmm. Looks like fun. I also picked up uh, Adventurer's Vault 2 because our store has just not had it in forever. Yeah. And I did pick up a couple weeks ago Martial Powers 2. Yeah. Which has been also out for a
2: while, right? Mm-hmm. That was so. a great album. I think that's the one where he talked about how his mom was awful and he wanted to kill his ex-wife.
1: I know a lot of people listen to this, to our show, both Critical Hit and this Major Spoilers podcast. <laughs> no,
2: wait, that's Marshall Mathers, wait, too, my we bad.
1: talk about Dungeons and Dragons, and I know a lot of you go out and buy these books based on our recommendation. Matthew, I think you might want to go out and get this book. I know you've picked up, what, both PHBs? No. You haven't? Just the first one? No. I thought you said you went out and picked up some of the books.
2: I have them. I got them at the store. Oh, okay. That's not the same as picking them up. Ah, okay, we get it. He just kicked them home. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, you might want to get Player's Handbook (laughs) three. Check out some of those cool powers. I again, somebody who wants to continue on the four E adventure and know what's going on in the world of the uh, what world are we in? The Critical Hit world. PHB three might critical be hit on the mic that you oh might want to check out because you never know when we might be dropping some of these mad hits on you. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So that is our review for this weekend. Uh, we have got one more topic that I wanted to talk about. It's called secret, secret. I have a secret. Mm-hmm. Tell us something that we don't know about each other. Now okay. we've done this kind of before. Rodrigo telling us about when he became a naturalized citizen back in what, just a few years ago, right? Yeah, a couple of years ago, I think. Three or four years? Three years ago?
0: No idea. Don't remember.
1: We've talked about my uh, encounter with almost getting thrown in jail in El Paso, mm-hmm. Matthew's encounter about getting the window tapped on when he was doing something in his car when she shouldn't have been, <laughs> and his sandwich eating abilities, special kind of sandwich.
0: Sandwich powers.
1: Yes. Matthew, you've, you've had the most time to think about this topic. Give Sandwich us a power, go! Secret, secret, I've got a secret, Matthew, go.
2: I couldn't really think of anything. I mean, I'm pretty forthcoming with uh, aspects of my life. I guess if you were really wanting to know something that nobody knows, mm-hmm. I could tell you what I've done this last week.
1: Okay, tell us what we've done, what you've done this what, last week. Make it interesting. well. I I, I, will, I am uh, a like huge a
2: fan lines. of a website called The Onion, mm-hmm. and specifically of Dan Savage's Savage Love column, which I read every week. Yes, and Dan is awesome, and he gives he gives good advice. And this week he was he, he one of his letters was from a young lady who apparently spends time on a website called Chat Roulette. <laughs> nice. So I says to myself, I says, Penis Why this 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 sounds interesting? And this woman says, "Sometimes I show my breasts to strangers on the Chat Roulette," and I'm like, "This is relevant to my interests." <laughs> So I, I I I actually based on you know this intertag I'm like well wonder what this is all about and I click on this whole this whole chat roulette thing. Well, first of all, it, it confounds me by saying that I have to activate my webcam. And many of you know when you say, uh, you, why don't you guys record the Critical Hit podcast visually? Why don't we ever get to see you guys? We ugly. Mm. What, what is what it is? What we we ugly? Who did Our this mama happen? Said, uh, Steve, <laughs> there's something we need to tell you about college. What? My flat now, top wasn't if, cool. Here is what
1: you <laughs> here is <laughs> like what you a, need to know about three Matthew. foot high flat top in college.
2: Nice. <laughs> I will I will borrow the exposition of Douglas Adams and explain to you that if you want to really understand the whole Matthew experience, you need to take Mama Cass Elliot and imagine that she slept with both Gillette and. The guy who played Cal on the Sanford and Son uh, revamp, who was also the, uh, the secondary guy on V, you know yes. how there was the, the guy with the bald guy and his big, fat, bearded guy? Right. Those two guys got together and had a child. And if you took two of those children and stuck them together and stacked another child on top, you would not have the Matthew experience, but you would have someone that everyone who knows and loves Matthew would find vaguely, you know, familiar. So I did not act. Well, you have to. So what I did was I put a piece of paper over my webcam because I'm not going to show my webcam just to see what's up with this whole chat roulette thing. And I will tell you, I have never in my life seen so many penises as I did. On chat roulette. And I'm not going back. Oh, I was going to ask if you were going to go back or not. Uh. Not going back. Well, and I, I, I started, you know, it's it's kind of an anthropological thing. You know, you get into things and you're like, why do people like this? What are people doing here? And so I started keeping a little tally. And one in 10 or 12 times you would click and get a new person, it would be a woman or right. a man with a Right. So basically, one in 12 times you push the button, there was a chance you might see a girl. And about yeah. one in five times, there was a chance that you might see a big, fat, gleaming dong. So.
1: <laughs> well, you're actually lucky because I tried chat roulette, man, a couple months ago mm-hmm. when it was yep. first kind of making its rounds. And it was like one in three penises for me. Nice. And I was like, oh, OK, that's enough. And then Jon Stewart had a great yeah, parody yeah. of it on The Daily Show a couple, what is it, three or four weeks ago. That was yeah. awesome.
2: Well and it- it it just it's. I want to sex- know what makes people want to jerk off in
1: front of their webcam.
2: It's the same thing that makes people want to you know go and, and and engage in phone sex. It's a connection of some sort. When with somebody who might appreciate you.
0: When Facebook and MySpace were were first making the rounds and their um, policies weren't quite set and their filters weren't quite set and they didn't have everybody you know looking and reporting people. There were just tons of people who would just take pictures of their junk and post them on MySpace, <laughs> and it's because it, it's you know they like people think and maybe they're right because they're not stopping like that. That is an attractive thing to do. That if yeah. they post a picture of their smaller version of guy's name, um, they will. Some girl will be like, "Hmm, that is a that I'd like to." Tonight, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and right. we'll contact them, which isn't true, right.
2: I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got to understand though, there were girl pervs too. Were now there really? granted, because uh, I'd like to know where these, the girl these are. pervs. There were fewer of them. After a while, I'm I'm going to be honest. After a while, with the How little long thing, I'm while? just like, you know what? Uh, How long is a maybe while? Maybe six or seven clicks. I started looking at the women and the the girls. You would occasionally see a guy who'd put up a little sign that said "Show your bazungis" or right. a much shorter version of that word. So I tried that, and the girls would occasionally they kind of go, oh, "Okay, whatever." But it, it, there are there are women who are as into this as men. Now, granted, there are probably a lot more men, and you know, in in, in experience, there were a lot more men. And again. I never actually appeared on camera, and I never took my pants off during this discussion, so I may not understand the whole chat roulette wasn't philosophy thing <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, no, I always wear pants on story. the internet. Yeah, it's it's one of my rules: wear pants on the internet. Otherwise, you're just sad. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why; it's just one of my things. But it, it, when I was looking at it, my my mind immediately tries to go: what What happens? How do I figure this? You know how how does this Go exactly, and you can kind of see the thought process behind. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find a kindred spirit. It's kind of like MMORPGs, only involving a big gleaming dong. Mm -hmm. You know, aren't you doing the same thing if you go on World of Hackcraft? Maybe you're not showing your junk, but I can tell you from being in the vent channels and you know seeing what I have seen of World of Hackcraft, and having a friend who actually has what she calls a husband because their characters are bound in game time. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You know, I can see that, you know, you're looking for a connection. And if that connection happens to be a girl or someone pretending to be a girl who gets off on seeing your junk, I can see that, you know, it's not for me, but that is, you know, that's my latest scary secret. And I, you know, I used to be in football, so I'm not afraid to see, you know, people showing off whatever there is. Cause frankly, I have size 14 feet, so I have yet to be (laughs) impressed, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But it was an interesting <laughs> sociological perspective. It's not a pervy thing for me. We don't need to know what my pervy things may be. It's not my kink. But, you know, you can see where people would dig it uh, up to a point. Dig I'm sure it. it's it eventually dig it. D.I.G. it. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. What do you think I said? Well,
1: let's just talk about compression errors in the Internet
2: Blah. i like the entire web i was driving through an intersection so matthew
1: so matthew's secret is he has chat roulette for more than six minutes
2: Hmm. yeah it was about hour hour and a half wow nice
1: all right cool that's commitment
0: rodrigo secret secret you got a secret um yeah i guess uh Okay, that doesn't have see. to be embarrassing or anything. No, this will be massively embarrassing, and you will you will be sorry that you asked. That, oh, that, is, dear. that is my goal. I'm already sorry. Oh, dear. Um, so, you might... Uh, some people might describe me as a creative person. Um, Who are those people? Uh, and I'd like to think that I'm pretty creative, but, but it's kind of a problem for me. I am actually constantly needing to express my creativity in some way. It's kind of annoying. So, um, and, and by that, I don't even necessarily mean that it's good, but um, lately, a, a very steady way for me to just pour brains into my computer, um, I found this program online that allows you to make your own magic cards. So, okay, I've been, I'm on my third full set of magic cards that I've just designed from the ground up to be self cohesive and to exist within a magic card environment, and this, yeah, and I spend hours doing this. Because but you can't
1: use these, right? No. Do you, do you, have you ever used them? Have you ever said, "Hey guys, can we see how my magic card works against your magic card?"
0: Well, the logistics of it are problematic. Um, oh, because can't we'd can't have to print them out. Print them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a program out there that allows you to play magic cards that aren't real. Okay. It just kind of puts the just puts the interface on and then you move the cards around and you, Ooh, know, okay. so you don't have to like program their effects in or anything like that. But um no, I haven't because it's kind of a big uh time sink, and because I don't actually ever expect to do anything with them. Um growing up, I used to design video games, comic books, t shirts, um covers for books. Like I spend a lot of time just drawing, writing, and doing a bunch of stuff that like, is never going to see the light of day. Yeah, Matthew used to do that in college, too. He used to uh,
1: come up Still with... Do. Uh, oh, do you? He used to come up with these oh, yeah. characters. Or They weren't even like Legion of Superhero characters. They were just comic book oh, no. characters. That's how yeah, Matthew's, that is, Matthew's, Matthew's nickname is Slash, and he had a whole character that was Slash. Yeah. And <laughs> had a picture of him and a whole bio of who Slash was. Mm-hmm. I, he even yeah. did me up. I was, what, the communicator guy.
2: You were called
1: network and network. you were a networking telepath. Yes. And I had these cool ass glasses and some antennas sticking at the top. And, 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 and a petri- cool ass trench coat.
0: Yes. I re- yeah. See, that's I remember that from a long time. But and Network. And, and I used to do that. I used to make superhero versions of my friends, make yeah. superhero versions of celebrities, make superhero versions of my pets. I
2: Just, think my best creation was probably the law firm of Hammer, Wrath, and Adams. Who were two former, uh, meta human types, two former superheroes who were allowed under a strange, uh, permutation of law to perform law only in their masked identities. Nice. And then cool. the third guy was just Bob. So <laughs> like he was, he was a junior partner and nice. the hammer and the wrath would go in and they would, they would, uh, go and they would, you know, commit jurisprudence and Bob would be there and he'd be like, I have the reports. <laughs> that's funny. Hammer, wrath, and atoms. That is funny.
1: <laughs> well, that's kind of cool, Rodrigo. That's
2: kind of an outlet yeah, for in creativity. a totally lame way. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, it's not
2: everybody. nearly as lame as looking at Cox for an hour, is it? Uh, <laughs> all right,
0: you got me there.
2: <laughs> you're my internet provider. That's what I meant to say. Cox, <laughs> Cox Communications. <laughs> communication. Yes. your.
0: Right, well, thanks
1: for listening. Your gateway to, this to the show. digital hey, world.
0: Hey, hey well, I what's he? Huh? You haven't gone yet. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what secrets to
1: you guys. Oh, I, what
2: been, Kate, I want you to, I want you to explain what what I mean when I say these phrase. It, it was cricket, wasn't it? Uh I used to bang this girl in
1: college. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear a story about me banging girls in college. She was pretty. And nobody high. does. And we do. And she She had... was she was pretty. She
2: was pretty and she then she did. opened her face and ruined it. she opened her mouth and
1: ruined (laughs) it that's probably probably
2: she was one of those girls who was just so adorable and then she'd speak and you'd just be like oh i don't know if she
1: listens to this show or not she listens to some of my other podcasts but Mm -hmm. um yeah Uh we live together unbeknownst to Uh my parents Uh that's probably a big Uh secret um what can i say she was easily turned on Mm. and we did a lot and then she decided to sleep around with other guys.
2: I didn't hmm. need this much, Steve. I just well, wanted you to tell people that what wanted, Cricket was. If you about. wanted a secret, so her,
1: her crazy ass nickname for herself was Cricket.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Real name was Christina.
0: I don't know how she
2: ever oh, got yeah, it's Cricket. Kind of
0: close, it. I guess.
1: No, it's,
2: it's a not. character. One of the characters on As the World Turns was Christina, and people called her Cricket for sure. Oh, that's right. Like, like,
0: it's like um, I never called her Cricket. It's like how uh, Scott Pilgrim's ex girlfriend goes by Envy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I I never you called her Cricket. Killer. I
0: think Matthew liked
2: calling her that. Mm-hmm. But It's uh, fun to call her Cricket. It, well, and, you know, uh, I have no room to talk, as I was Slash. Terrible, terrible, terrible times. I was actually introduced at a friend's wedding to the minister, as this is my friend Slash. I'm like, hey, how's it going?
0: You have a cool but, hat. Uh, the, the, what? <laughs> you have a cool hat.
2: I did not so, have a little hat. I actually, this predated him. Nice. Thank you very much. This would have been no. Actually, it really didn't. No appetite bad. for destruction came yeah. out in like eighty seven, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. F yeah. you.
1: <laughs> I was cooler. <laughs> I uh, I've been married before. Before the current
2: marriage,
1: <gasps> I don't know if Me people too. know that. Been uh, married twice. Married. The first time I got married, I was married by a one armed preacher. Nice. Well, you hear know, that as a joke? This guy literally <laughs> had one arm with a metal hook on the end. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, and I always was concerned because I was afraid he was going to slap me on the back to congratulate me on stuff. <laughs> I
2: was like, no, not that And you that get a person. nasty staff infection from that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was. So there you go. Two secrets for me. I had another bigger secret, but I think I'll wait for another for time. For sweeps. Yeah, for sweeps. Sweeps. People are, people are like, Stephen, what's your other secret podcast that you've been talking about? What's your other secret podcast that you've been talking about? I'm almost ready to announce it, but no, nah, I think I'm going to hold off just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Maybe
0: May. No, let's see. I've been, I've been doing some April, research May, into June. this. It is not called Fish Taco Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best guess, and that wasn't it. So no. You guys no. are on your own. <laughs> Maybe oh,
2: if, wow.
1: If everything goes right, another three or four months, and then I'll tell everybody. Nice. And then you can go back and you can listen to these other podcasts and go, oh, and oh. And, and I and I talk about uh, it's kind of cool because no, I talk about Matthew mm-hmm.
0: sometimes, <laughs> and it, I talk. Is about, it a show in which you just complain about Matthew? No, no, no.
1: It's not that. I've talked about family things. <laughs> Hi guys, it's it's, uh, welcome, it's interesting.
0: Welcome to the other Matthew show um, today. <laughs> today he said something that really got to me. He was like, I was like, hey Matthew, and he was like buy me a pizza and I just want to be more than a wallet to Matthew <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's all Matthew sees me as So, in my defense he said hey next time we game I'll I even did. buy you pizza I'm like I okay did. I did and I, was and I helped him do gonna, that did you right? ever get that, that pizza once in yeah I did remember he got up in the middle of the game uh, yeah, that's five true. minutes yeah.
1: that. so in like four or five weeks when you listen to Critical Hit you'll hear this big pause from Matthew he goes wait a minute I gotta go put on some pants yeah. and then he's gone for a few <laughs> minutes and then when he comes back and we ask him a question he's like <laughs> <laughs> what well, let me swallow this pizza. And meanwhile,
2: our pizza's sitting there getting cold for two hours. Yeah. Well, because you know, the Rodrigo difference between you and me is I can multitask. I can eat pizza and be torqued. And in fact, really having a mouthful of pizza. kind It enhances that, the coldness the yeah. There was
0: there was no way that I was going to let people eat pizza and reach for character sheets that then I was going to handle. <laughs> or miniatures that then I was going to, you know, lose in
2: uh, Stevens' greats. My my uh, remote status does have its occasional privileges.
1: Yep, in the fact that you don't have to wear pants like
2: unlike the rest of us. I was wearing pants. It was a joke, you stupid. Okay, so internet equals secrets. pants. I
1: gave more secrets up than everybody this week.
2: And if people are all right, I'll give you a second secret. Are you ready? If
1: People are really really clever. They can go out and find that other that other super secret podcast. It's only got like eight episodes. I, see I think. Dead people. Ah! Thank you. Good night, I, I everybody. Will, Tuesday, will, The Shadow.
0: I will announce that I have a podcast coming out called oh, Fish Taco Bonanza. All right. <laughs> and what
1: are you talking about on that? <laughs> That's show?
2: already uh, taken, and Jenna Jameson will sue.
0: Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> right, Rock mostly.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this weekend edition. If you happen to be cruising around the Kansas City Planet Comic Con Saturday, today, when this episode is released, uh, look for that fat guy. Towing around a little kid, going me 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 me, me one 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 bye, bye 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 bye, kicking and screaming. That'll probably be me. Mm-hmm. So
2: uh, or we'll back any on... one of a hundred other people. Yes, we'll be at... back on
1: Tuesday to talk about DC's Sh- The Shadow, Volume Two, Issues One through Nineteen. It's a crazy trip. You'll want to tune in. Thanks so much, and uh, take a listen to this. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com
2: slash Majorspoilers.
3: what a major spoiler What a major spoiler If I'm stark raving rich like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline Would I really even need To read up on all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fun Being in the Middle where With a gangsta throwing soldier what a major spoiler! What a major spoiler, yeah, yeah, yeah! What a major spoiler, wow, wow, wow! What a major spoiler! Major Spoilers Podcast, copyright 2010.